0: Strange things are afoot at the circle K.
1: My latest experiment. This is the big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. We have such sights to show you.
0: All right, and we're here in the Indie Dorks Projection Room, the home theater. Um, I'm here with my daughter Claire. You can say hi, Claire. Hello. <laughs> and, um, and we're going to start doing uh, a new series where Claire and I are going to go on a cinematic journey together. Uh, so where did we decide to start off with? What movie are we going to watch today?
1: Attack the Block.
0: Attack the Block uh so tonight so this is behind the scenes but tonight we're meant to be showing attack the block out at the alamo draft house in winchester virginia as part of our still awesome series um fortunately i'm a little bit under the weather and i am doing this from a reclined seated position and that's about all i have the energy for today but since i was going to miss out i thought this would be a good opportunity to kick this off so claire you've seen the trailer What are your thoughts about this movie right now
1: well it sort of seems kind of scary because like it does because he does like um because it's like these weird aliens they're not like normal type of aliens you would see in like kids movies like where they're just green globs of stuff they're one of those they're aliens that sort of look like I'm making a connection to a movie I saw. I don't remember the name, but they, but they like, um, but they're, um, I think it's like Tremor, Tumors 2?
0: Tremors 2? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like where they have those monsters above.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, the little graboids, the, yeah. the blasters. Well, they're like ass blasters or something, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they
1: look exactly, and they look at, and then. The um the aliens in this movie look ex- looks sort of like that.
0: Okay, all right. So we're we're already thinking Tremors two. So you can see where Claire and I have been already. That she immediately goes to Tremors two as a reference. Um, are you are you worried about watching this movie? Does it seem like it's going to be too scary for you? Be honest. That's the whole point.
1: Well, it might be scary, but I've seen pretty much all. Well, I've seen almost all of the Jurassic Parks.
0: Okay. Okay. And
1: they didn't really seem to touch it. I had a couple I had a couple nightmares about dinosaurs, but <laughs> other than that, that wasn't it. All right. It didn't really touch that bad. It, All right. And in a couple, I mean one.
0: Okay. Now, are you ready to jump into the movie? Yeah. All right. So we're going to end this right now. We're going to go watch the movie, and then we'll be back on the other side with our thoughts on how the screening went. Bye-bye. See you on the other side. What you got in the trunk? Oh, you don't want to look in there. And we're back! We just finished the screening of Attack the Block. Um, all right, well, what do you think, Claire? Before we went in, you were worried that it was going to be too scary for you. Uh, there were definitely a couple of moments where I thought maybe it was a bit too scary, but what did you think? Was it too scary?
1: <coughs> it wasn't that scary, but it was still kind of scary. One of my favorite characters got, got his head caught off.
0: Yeah, full-fledged decapitation happened. That's true.
1: They literally ripped off his head with the helmet still on, so it looks like they ripped off the helmet, but they got his head too.
0: They did get his head. Yeah, that part was pretty scary. What else was scary about it?
1: Jerome, like when, like when um, he was looking back and then he saw him. Mhm, mhm. Like when, like he got grabbed and then he was looking for Jerome. Mhm, and,
0: and he then saw he saw what Pest's face, and then Pest had to watch him get dragged off. Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then
1: he was like creepy. He had scars all over his face. He, I think his nose got ripped off.
0: Oh, high hats! High hat's nose got ripped off. That's for sure.
1: But Jerome looks...
0: <laughs> Alright, well, what did you think about the movie overall? Did you like it? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, why the considered, yeah?
1: Well, it's the scary parts. Okay. And I was like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright, well, never mind the scary parts. What about the non-scary parts?
1: It was pretty cool. My favorite part, my, one of my favorite parts was, was, like, at the end of the movie where he's, like, hanging from the flag, and they're all hoping that he's okay. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: That's, that's one of my favorite parts.
0: Okay. Um. Well, what else was good about the movie? Let's talk about the good things.
1: Well, what was pretty awesome is when he, like, flickered it in here and jumped out at the last second. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That stunned where, um, I don't remember his name, but I think it was, um, he had like the wrinkly hat and his leg got bit and he like, he said that he could jump off the side of the stairs before mm-hmm. and then he did it mm-hmm. when the monsters were chasing him.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The
1: male, the male or female. I'm pretty, I think it's male.
0: hmm Wait, oh, so you think the monsters are male?
1: Yeah, and then like the one that killed is like the queen.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, that's okay. So, what like what was the movie about to you? Like, what was the, what was the story of the movie?
1: Well, I think it was one of those tales that like tell that like um, sort of teach you a lesson. Okay. And in this one, it's like don't um, think first. Uh Think before actions Uh because if he had just left it alone, Uh it would have jumped off the planet and went somewhere else, and the males would never have even come Mm -hmm. on there, Mm -hmm. and you would never have had that problem. But another thing I thought before they said that, that it was because they killed the queen or king, whoever one it is, but ruler Mm -hmm. let's say ruler because we don't know if it's a male or female. Okay, so the ruler, when they killed the ruler or the leader. Um, I, if they hadn't, I bet that, um, it would have like jumped to another place because in another movie I had watched, um, so there was like one alien, it came down, it was like the leader of all of aliens and they thought, they said, well, wait a minute, there's only one right now. If this just like the ruler or leader, if we just leave it alone, it might go to another planet and the other aliens won't come down. And that was, think, before actions too.
0: Mm-hmm. Part of what makes things like this very complicated, right, is let's just suppose for our conversation that the creature wouldn't have left on its own. Do you think that Moses did the right thing then? If they wouldn't have left or did he do a dangerous thing or what do you think if, about it if they wouldn't have left?
1: If they wouldn't have left, I would have I would have told the police to fence off the park mm-hmm. so that they're stuck in one place. And then and then like and then like keep um, building more fences around the park until mm-hmm. they're all cooped up in like the center of the park so that mm-hmm. they're only burning up a teeny tiny section of the park.
0: Well, do you think that that option was available to Moses, though? Do you think that he could have talked to the police and that they would have listened to him?
1: Well, maybe they, well, maybe, um, like, when, maybe instead of robbing her, they could have, like, um, they could have met them after they saw an alien. Mm-hmm. She. Mm-hmm. They could have talked to her. Like, maybe there could be a sequel about,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, it being different where
0: well I think that's part of the message of the story though right is that like part of what these kids are doing is that like they're just trying to be kids in a very poor part of London right
1: yeah
0: and they're not making very good choices doing it but they also don't have a lot of options available to them like even do you remember in the apartment complex when they were um, talking to the nurse lady? And she was like, well, we'll just call the cops. They'll come and help us. And they were like, well, do you not remember where you live? Like, the cops will come here and help us. Um, Do you know one thing I noticed this time watching it? What? When they left the apartment, right, the nurse's apartment, Moses told her that she had to get a weapon, right? So she went back in the kitchen and she got a knife. And when they're going up the stairs... Pest looks at her and says, "That's a that's more than a four inch offensive bladed weapon. You'll get four years in jail for that." Did you think it was interesting that he knew exactly what the penalty was and what type of weapon applied to each penalty?
1: Maybe because it was kind of interesting. But one of the I thought he couldn't have been in jail already. So what I thought is a relative Mm -hmm. had like maybe like a group of relatives like him mm-hmm. had done that before and then the relatives told the story mm-hmm. to him and that's mm-hmm. why he knows exactly
0: mm-hmm. because well, they
1: each used a diff- because they each used a knife that was against and so they each got a different time
0: well so but I guess I mean you're right that means that you know a lot of their friends and family have been in trouble with the law and they know the rules very well so my point was just, like, I think it's a good idea, right? Like, you think if something dangerous happens, well, I'll call the police. Or if a fire starts, I'll call the, um, the firemen. Or, um, you know, if a war breaks out, the army will come and help us or something like that, right? But those kids feel so isolated because nobody cares about them and they're on their own. Did you notice that Moses was living alone at the end of that movie? Yeah. What do you think about that?
1: I think it was sort of, like, sad, but the good thing about it is that um, I think that if there was, like, a second movie, uh-huh. it would be about him, like, maybe becoming, like, having, like, a lot of, like, living with his friends, like, one of his friends, or maybe mm-hmm. even Sam, and then, like, um, and then, like, just then like just pretending to be her, like, brother.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so we talked about one of the lessons that you thought from the movie, which was thinking before you act. That's a good lesson. <laughs> have a plan before you get into something extremely dangerous. That's good like, life advice.
1: Like if like when that, they should have thought, because if they did that, they if they were going to let her get away, and when she got away, they should have thought about police. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what other lessons do you think that you could learn from that movie?
1: Well, um, um, well, I think this is another form of, like, think before you act. Okay. Before you do something, think about the consequences. Now, when I said think before you act before, I meant think about what, like, if you were doing something like a robbery, think about what that person Mm -hmm. you had done to. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could do. Yeah. And then this, think before you act, think about the consequences before mm. you act.
0: That's interesting. Like,
1: if they had killed, like, the consequences of killing that ruler is that all the other male monsters or female monsters mm. were starting to get the person who killed the leader.
0: So, think about the consequences is like, think about what could happen and how it could affect you. But think before you act. The first one that you were saying is more like think about how what you say or do can affect other people. Yeah. But we kind of talked about this um, last night, right? Or two nights ago when we were talking about how um, I was talking about like my theory that like if you're mean to people, you put a like a negativeness in their lives and that Ooh, that's a burden. Here's another lesson. Okay.
1: Think, think about like treat the... St- Treat the person you're treating the way they want you to, they want, treat the person that you know mm-hmm. or don't even know. Treat a person how they want you to, how you want them to treat you.
0: Well, that was kind of like Ron's point, right? Like in um, the, the big guy who owned the weed room that they all went to go to, right? That was Ron's point. He was like, well, you met a brand new species of life, hitherto unseen on this land's. And you kicked its head in, <laughs> right? That's his point, kind of, right? Like, why did you guys just kill this thing that you didn't know or recognize or know anything about? Maybe, maybe violence isn't a good first step.
1: Because maybe they were. Because maybe they have to jump to each planet. Mm-hmm. That they have to jump planets until they get to their home planet.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, what did you not like about the movie?
1: What I didn't like is how they had to, like, kill the leader. What mm-hmm. I think is, what they should have done is let, like, I don't like how um, they just had to kill the leader. hmm Because, like, they were like, this is going to make us a fortune.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But they hadn't done that. And look, look about what, she, look at what has happened now.
0: hmm
1: Like, now all these other monsters. Because, like,
0: Well, who knows what would have happened if they didn't do that? I think that's an interesting thing about this, because I agree with you. Like, they definitely killed that thing for the wrong reasons, for sure, because they just killed it because they didn't know what it was. And then they thought they'd make money off of it. But what if they didn't? And what if that meant that, like, what if as soon as the the black creatures uh, monsters got a hold of the, the one gray monster that they turned from 15 of them into 1,500? Like, what if that happened? Maybe it's a good thing then. I don't know. I guess that's part of the problem, right, is that they didn't know anything about what they were doing. Well, so, having seen this movie, number one, would you watch it again?
1: Maybe. Now that I know, like, what would happen, I wouldn't be, like, so, like, yeesh.
0: Yeah, because you did jump a few times in the movie, for sure, right?
1: The part that I jumped that I jumped that was, like, the most scariest Mm-hmm. Was um where like the was like when they fig- two parts one where they looked through the eye hole and then they saw like the mouth.
0: Yeah, like, that yeah, was yeah, creepy. yeah. Yeah, you can see that in the trailer. That's a great shot. I was like, mm-hmm. I
1: jumped like literally like probably a uh, two maybe no three
0: inches. Oh, you know that's what I meant to ask you about is what you think about the creatures themselves, like the design of them.
1: It would have been cooler as if as if the mouth was like red oh, or red. a different
0: yeah, color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The blue wasn't scary enough. Mm-mm. Yeah.
1: I think what it would would have would have been scarier is if it was sort of like vampire eyes, because um, there, because in the movie I watch, because um, Twilight Sparkle and my va- my babysitter's a vampire, mm-hmm. um, they have like. By the way, By Babysitter's a Vampire is a TV show on Netflix, and The Twilight Sparkle, it's a series of movies. Okay. And I watched that with Mommy, and um, um, she's, and um, so in that movie, um, b- vampires had yellow eyes mm-hmm. for if they ate animals instead of humans, and mm-hmm. red eyes for if they ate humans instead of animals.
0: Oh, wow. That's a good deciding trait. It makes it easy to know which are the bad vampires. Yeah.
1: Well, there were also some good vampires that ate humans. Mm.
0: All right. Well, let's stay focused on Attack the Block, though. So, what did you think of the creature design? So, they, the teeth could have been glowy and red. Yeah. But were they scary?
1: Mm, the black was sort of like scary, but it didn't really stand out that much. What would have stand out is if it was like white.
0: mm
1: Mhm. And then it would have been really hard to see.
0: But it was by like that was kind of by design, right? Is that they were supposed to be inky black? But I guess it does make them hard to see on the screen, and that's kind of what it's about, right? Seeing things on the screen. Yeah. Okay. What did you think about the special effects? Like you, you were when we finished the movie. You were talking to me about when Hi Hat's got his nose torn off. Was was that a good one? Is it too gory?
1: It was kind of creepy. But um I thought that his that his nose was like go to the going to the side, mm-hmm. like pushed to the side mm-hmm. of his face mm-hmm. and then it just looks and then they covered and then it was just covered in blood mm-hmm. from other things and from like their teeth. It was probably dripping I thought that it was dripping blood on it mm-hmm. and so it looked like mm-hmm. his nose had been ripped off, but it wasn't. And mm-hmm. then you told me after the movie when I asked, mm-hmm. was his was his nose really ripped off? And you were like, yeah, his nose was ripped off.
0: What about, like, when Hi-Hat's friend, when Hi-Hat sent his friend behind the car and the creature jumped him and tore out his throat? Was that gross?
1: I, I had my eyes like this, so I uh-huh. saw, like, a little bit.
0: Oh, okay, so you were putting it with your fingers just open a little bit? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause then it would cause if it was like this, then it would be then it wouldn't be enough time to close it if it's like this, and a scary and a scary part might happen. I could go like this and then yeah. like don't have to, and then like. Um, we
0: should learn how to do one of those where you where they do the shots with like the like the latex build and they pull it so it makes the flesh look like it's coming off. I bet we could learn how to do that.
1: It would be well. Well, this is. Sort of unrelated to the movie, but it's sort of like a connection. I watched another movie like this, or maybe it was a TV show, or maybe it was like a four episode TV show that's sort okay. of like a movie. And it was sort of like this. It's called um, "The Alienate My Homework."
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And um, so this alien, it's sort of like those creatures, but uh-huh. it looks like, but it's black. It's uh-huh. black. Its eyes are like. Blue, Uh yellow, and red. Uh So, like, so, like, um, so the part that's like facing, that's always facing to the left, Mm -hmm. um, a little part of that was blue. Then the center was red. Mm -hmm. And then the one that's always to the right was yellow. And Mm -hmm. then it's, then its mouth looked like. Looked like it just ate. Looked looked like it just ate an animal's skin without touching the blood.
0: Oh, jeez. Okay.
1: Like a deer. So it was like tan. So the alien sort of does a favor, and like it eats the homework that this boy looked worked so hard on. But it's but that's what you're supposed to think. When you say the alien needs my homework, but it's not what happens.
0: I'm glad that you're making connections to other things that you've seen and the effects. You know, that's a lot of what I like about watching movies is um, seeing how they relate to other people. Not just like like people who've worked on other movies that I enjoy following their work around. Or but... other
1: people's like...
0: Yeah, but, like, seeing how they clearly learned from somebody and saw an effect and were like, that's really cool. I want to do that effect in this movie. And so they made a way to work it into the film because of, like, the way that 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 culture of, like, seeing something and trying to imitate it and making it cooler and building on it. Like, I think that's a neat thing. So
1: I'm going back to one of those things I don't like. Okay. Because I said there was, like, um, two things I do not like. All right, what's the
0: other thing you don't like?
1: So the other thing I don't like is how it's, like, well, this is sort of like a third thing because I didn't like how the monsters look.
0: <laughs> it's
1: fine. But, it, but I'm just not going to count the monsters. So my second thing is I don't like how it's like how um, the smoke. smoke is normally gray. Okay. So I don't, I don't really like how in the block it's like white and then the smoke mm-hmm. is white. It mm-hmm. should have been like gray so you could see where you were walking. Mm-hmm. And know like which is the smoke which is the ground. And good, another good idea would be crawling on the ground.
0: But this is a good point for what you were saying about lessons earlier, right? Like thinking about the consequences of your actions before you take them. They clearly had a plan to go down the hallway to get back to Ron's weed room, but their plan made it so that they could not see anything. Because if you shoot off fireworks to scare those creatures away, you're going to get smoke. And then they can't see. And who did that cost? That cost Jerome his life. Because he got separated from the group, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they should have thought about that a little bit.
1: And he thought that that monster was one of his friends.
0: Mistake. Huge mistake. Totally got murderized for that. Poor Jerome. Very sad. Now, would you recommend this movie to people your age?
1: Not, a, not not a lot of my best friends okay because one of my friends well,
0: let's not get specific about friends because I don't want I don't want to give anybody's details away or anything like that but would you if you were talking with your friends about cool movies would you say that this was a cool movie to them
1: um I probably wouldn't mention the movie oof at many friends just a couple friends <laughs> I wouldn't mention it to them because a lot of my friends aren't allowed to watch PG13 movies.
0: So, like, are you aware that some of the movies that we're going to watch for this are movies that, like, your friends and stuff typically wouldn't be allowed to watch? Yeah. Yeah, it is rated R.
1: Well, um, the only... Uh, but if
0: they could watch movies that were rated R, would you say that they should watch it?
1: Um, still probably not, because... How come? Um, I am not going to get into of her details, but, um, one friend, okay. she is... She is like, um, I think it's called hyperventilic when you're like scared of pretty much everything. (laughs) She's not scared of pretty much everything, uh-huh. but she's scared of pretty much everything in movies.
0: But so like, then you would have to not recommend this movie to people who get scared of things in movies, right? Like you yeah, would say, don't watch. I would,
1: this. even Too if she scary. was allowed to watch this, uh-huh. I wouldn't recommend it to her unless her parents recommended okay. it. To-
0: now, other people would. Do you think, um, do, well, like, do you think that this is a good movie? Would, should people watch this? Who, who are listening? Maybe they're not kids. Maybe they're grown ups. Would you recommend this to just anybody?
1: Well, I might recommend it to my teacher, um, my fourth grade teacher.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I'm in fourth grade right now, by the way.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, my, I'm gonna. I would recommend it to my teacher because she likes to watch a lot. Well, she doesn't watch a lot of them, but when she has a free time, she likes to watch movies. And a lot of the things she picks, she'll look on like movie. She'll look at like her discs or like on Netflix mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. for a movie that wouldn't be too scary, but scary. And this would probably be in her range. All right. Okay. Of scary and non-scary. Right. This the movie I'm watching would be in like her middle range, where it's half not so scary and half scary.
0: Okay. All right. Well, so there you have it. Uh, Claire says, if you like scary movies, uh, then this is a movie that you might want to check out because it's not super scary, but it definitely has its moments, uh, and it does have its moments. I. I am a big unabashed fan of this movie. Uh, I agree with Claire that if you are, especially especially younger kids, you know, if they haven't seen a lot of scary movies, um, I definitely would not recommend this as an out-the-gate kind of thing. But, you know, Claire, Claire saw on the back of the box that it says that this is like the Goonies meets the Gremlins. And I think that that's a very good gauge of what the movie's like. So, you know, if your kids have seen something along the lines of Gremlins, this movie's good fun. There's a lot of swears a lot of swears in the movie. Um, so if that's a turnoff for you, you might be, want to watch out for that. Um, it does have some graphic bits of violence in it, but I don't think too graphic. I think um, just enough to make it feel real and have some concern for the characters. And, um, yeah.
1: Um, well, one of my friends said that she knows how to turn off all the swears, so like it just beeps on every single swear. It fig- So like it goes ahead in the movie and figures out where there are swears, and then it'll Ugh. beep. All out this, and it'll beep out all of the swears. And um,
0: like I, yeah, I'm super opposed to that personally. <laughs> I don't like that.
1: Well, it wouldn't beep out it. It'll just make it like mute. No, and I, mute no, I know. Yeah, that's
0: the thing that they can do is do that. Yeah, but
1: her dad taught her that.
0: But we don't do that, do we? Now, Do you think that's a good choice or a bad choice to not? do I that? I think
1: it would probably be. Uh, for me, it's sort of like if you take away the swears, it's like taking away a whole part of the movie. Because it's sort of like this is like a pizza. It's like a pizza. If you if you eat a slice of the pizza, if you eat like a quarter of the pizza, then there's only three quarters left. Right. And if you take out all the swears, it's sort of like you're taking a quarter of pizza.
0: I agree. All right. Uh, don't say this stuff at school, though. Like you know that you gotta like you gotta follow the rules about swearing in school and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, I agree. That's a good answer, Claire. I like it. Uh, so check out Attack the Block when you can. Uh, I I totally recommend the the Blu-ray. Uh, it's got excellent special features. Uh, the director talks about his relationship building with the kids, uh, which is amazing. All these kids were unknowns, and he found them through open auditions and recruited them, um, and they are amazing. Uh, so yeah, I definitely recommend you take a look at it. All right, well, I think that'll do it for us. Uh, I have one
1: more thing to say. What do you got? Um, what would be a good idea, like, my dad has, like, copies of every movie, of mostly every movie he has. I do and have it, a big collection. And Attack the Block is one of them, is one of them. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, um, he has a, di- he has a Blu-ray yes. for just, like, watching the special features, and then he has a disc. Yes. Like a, like a, um, DVD uh-huh. for just the movie. Uh-huh. And, um, and I'm also sort of like connecting this to like, um, so I think it's called Video Castle. Um, it is like, it's...
0: Oh, the Video Palace? Yeah. So we've been listening. So Shudder's doing this thing. Um, It's a podcast episode. Uh, You can find the podcast on iTunes uh, by searching Video Palace. And if you're a Shudder subscriber, which you should be, it's awesome. Um, You can go find all of the episodes available right now. I think um, the first few episodes are up. They're going to do two a week until the 10-episode run is done. Uh, I introduced Claire to that over the weekend, and she was a big fan. Continue.
1: We were going to my grandma's house.
0: That's right, we were going to carve some pumpkins. So yes, ah. why are you linking this to Video Palace?
1: So the um connection is like it's it's like um it's like um Attack the Block is sort of like um Video Palace. It there's it's a mystery. Mm-hmm. It's a mystery that um that well, that took a whole movie to solve. Yes. And this mystery that like Video Palace, we are four epi- we are four episodes into um the mystery all
0: right all right well let's close this episode out though okay and if you do have questions or recommendations for movies for us to pursue, uh, we're certainly interested in hearing what you guys think. And if you would like to ask questions of Claire, you're welcome to submit them to the ItModcast channel on Facebook or hit us up on Twitter at It Modcast, I-T-M-O-D cast, uh, or at Facebook.com slash It cast um, And then, you know, Claire and I can read them out and maybe do some uh, fan mail or something like that. That would be fine. All right. So oh. on that note, we're out of here. Come on, Duke. Let's go do those crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go get sushi and not pay. Alright. Uh, so I think that was pretty good for a first episode. Um, this was definitely a new experience. You know, Claire and I uh, watch a lot of movies together. And a big part of that for us is always afterwards having a conversation about what she liked, what was interesting to her, um, some thoughts about what she saw, especially if there were troubling things in them, um, scary things, especially, especially when there's scary effects. Like we talked about that guy getting his face ripped off in the course of the movie, which is a great effect. Um, Or even just the look of the creatures in the movie, uh, you know, afterwards, I make a point of talking with her about how the filmmakers put those things together. I mean, one, because it it is something that I'm interested in um, as a person who loves and appreciates film, uh, especially how filmmakers creatively solve their challenges. Like, It's not so easy to just put together a face ripoff scene um, or to create a monster that is unique in its look and visually defining and scary. Um, and i think you know in attack the block they nail all of those things and so you know after the movie it's an opportunity to talk to her um, about that because i think it helps her realize well not realize um, but it helps her appreciate that even though these things are scary when you're watching them in a movie uh, it's people who are you know making art and having a lot of fun with something that they're doing and i think that takes some of the dread uh, out of watching scarier things when you can appreciate the clear uh, joy in craft uh, that they must have to produce something like that. Um. So I am very hopeful, you know, for this podcast as we go forward. Uh, You know, my thinking is we'll follow a similar format for most of these where Claire and I sort of introduce them at the beginning um, and then uh, talk about what she thinks from having seen the trailer, if, you know, she's seen any of the other actors in other films. Um, And then after we watch the movie going through and having the conversation about what stood out to her, um, I think we'll try and, and focus in, in on mainly what she thought about the story, um, what she thought about the special effects, uh, and then what she thought about the actors, uh, whether or not she would recommend it, um, and what she thought about the movie overall. And uh, I think after that, Uh, I'll have this kind of part of the podcast where it's a chance for me to talk a little bit about as a father, what it's like introducing her to this new movie as we go, because I think that's a key part of this podcast is not just sharing uh, Claire and I's journey into movies as she expands her kind of cinematic knowledge. And we work together to build sort of a foundation for her to expand out into whatever it is that she finds interesting. Um, but it's also a chance for me to talk about it from a dad's perspective um, because I know that they're, well, obviously, look, the thing that people have the most opinions about is how people should raise their kids. And uh, I find that those opinions are always, 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 always incredibly strong and deeply held, uh, whether people have kids or not. Um, But I also think that it's a very personal journey and I don't think that there's any right... Uh, particularly right way to kind of go through that. And, you know, our approach as parents uh, for the kids has always been to sort of give them access to the things that they're ready for. Um, You know, Claire saw a clip of Jurassic Park when she was much, much younger, and it scared the bejesus out of her. And she had nightmares about dinosaurs, and she self-selected, like, nope, I'm not going to do any of that stuff. Um, And then earlier this year, Uh, I think it was earlier this year, she saw a trailer for one of the new Jurassic Parks movies and was like, I really want to watch those. Excuse me. And so we kind of, you know, we put them on and we went through them and we felt her out about like, you know, is this going to really scare her? And when she didn't get scared, she really ate it up and she enjoyed it. And we let her enjoyment kind of guide the process through that series and through a lot of other movies. Um, so my objective is not to sit her down and make her appreciate attack the block because I love it. Um, I think attack the block is a really good foundational movie because it's, uh, told from a children's perspective, uh, who are older than her. So they're definitely big kids, but she still will see them as children's perspectives. Um, it's an entryway, then a gateway into horror. Um, you know, you saw her uh, appreciate the Goonies and Gremlins uh, synergy that came together to make Attack the Block. You know, she's seen Goonies, and so she has sort of a foundation that can appreciate a kids movie where there's some there is some jeopardy for the children, like they they may not survive and Attack the Block is the next step forward where not all the kids are gonna survive. Things in life are very dangerous. Things in movies are very dangerous. And it's also a little bit of a horror movie, which gives her a chance to kind of feel out into that particular direction. Um, It's got a science fictional element to it. So there's a lot more than just me wanting to give her access to a movie that I love. Like obviously, if she comes away from Attack the Block loving it, I'm excited about it. But if she comes away from Attack the Block having an opinion about the movie, uh, that's really what I'm interested in. Um, So she's free to not watch these movies, she has the rights in the middle of this movie to put the brakes on it and say no. Um, I've explained that to her. So you might get an episode where we got halfway through a movie and we turned it off and that can be something that we'll talk about Um, you know, what that experience was like, because I think that that's important to share. You do find yourself sometimes in the middle of movies hitting limits. And that's certainly not something that's reserved for kids. How many times have you gotten into a movie and said, nope, hard nope, this has just crossed my threshold for what I'm interested in, I'm going to turn it off. And I think that's an important lesson to teach her too, is that, you know, these are not homework experiences. If you're not enjoying it, or if it's really bothering you, it's okay to say, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's turn this off and go do something else. Um, So that's kind of what the podcast is going to be. I'm really excited to share this with you guys. Uh, I'm really excited to put it all together. Uh, If you have any questions about what we're doing, or if you have any questions that you'd like for me to put to Claire at any point, uh, that might be something that we might consider doing down the way as maybe sort of like a mailbag episode or something like that. Uh, Because I want this to, as much as people would like to share their own journeys or share their own experiences with um, sharing movies with their children, how they do it, Um, I think that's an interesting conversation to have. And you can find me anytime uh, at facebook.com slash itmodcast. Um, You're always happy to post questions there about this particular uh, podcast episode series. Um, Let me know what you think. Uh, Let me know what you like. And uh, yeah, so you can find me at WBDAS on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, You can find the other dorks. Uh, You can find Mouth Dork at Mouth Dork on Twitter, Uh, Wife Dork at Sidewalk Siren, Uh, The Disco Dork at The Disco Dork, and Brian Young at The Turtle Dork. Uh, And that'll do it for now. Thanks so much.